Moses was feeding Jethro's flocks. He took the flock near Horeb, which is also called Sinai. Horeb was the mountain of God. Around the place, Moses noticed a burning bush on the mountain. For some reason, the fire wouldn't consume the bush, even though it was blazing. Astounded, Moses climbed the mountain to the place where the burning bush was at. Moses didn't even get very close when he heard a voice. Moses, Moses! God said. Moses answered, I'm here. Don't get nearer. Take your sandals off our feet, because you're standing on holy ground. I am the God of your ancestors. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses hid his face from God's presence, because he was afraid to see God. Moses couldn't see God directly, but God's presence gave him the fear of seeing God. I've seen my people being oppressed in Egypt. I've heard their cries because of their cruel disciplinarians. I heard their mourning. Now I've come to bring them out from Egypt and take them to a better and larger land, flowing with milk and honey. The land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. I've heard their cries and the Egyptians oppressing them. I'll send you to Pharaoh. You'll bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Who am I to go to the Pharaoh and take the children of Israel out of Egypt? I'll be with you. Here's a sign that I've sent you, when you've taken the children of Israel out of Egypt, you, with the children of Israel, will serve me on this mountain. When I go to the children of Israel and tell them, the God of our fathers sent me to you, they'll ask, what's his name? What will I answer? I am who I am. You'll tell the children of Israel, I am sent me to you. This is what you'll say to the children of Israel, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, sent me to you. This is my name for eternity. This is my memorial for all generations. Gather the elders of Israel together, say to them, The Lord God of your father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me, saying, I've truly visited you, seeing what's done to you in Egypt. I've said that I'll bring you out of the land of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, to a land that flows milk and honey. Then they'll listen to you. You, along with the elders, will go to Pharaoh. You'll tell him, the God of the Hebrews met us. Please, let us take a three-day trip into the wilderness, so that we can sacrifice to the Lord our God. I'm sure that Pharaoh won't let you go, not even under force. So I'll stretch out my hand and strike Egypt. When you go, you won't go empty-handed. Every woman will ask of her neighbor, those who live near her home, items of silver, items of gold, and clothes. You'll put them on your sons and daughters. So you'll plunder the Egyptians in that way. Suppose that they don't believe me or listen to me. Suppose they say, the Lord didn't appear to you. What's that in your hand? A staff. Throw it on the ground. Moses threw his shepherd's staff on the ground. When it landed, it became a snake. When Moses saw that it turned into a snake, he was backing off. Reach out and pick it up by the tail. Moses picked up the snake, and it turned into a staff again. This is how they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had appeared to you. Now put your hand in your robe. Moses put his hand in his robe. When he took his hand out, it had leprosy. Put your hand in your robe again. Moses put his hand in his robe again. When he took it out, it was healed. Look, if they don't believe you and they don't pay attention to the first sign, let them believe the second. If they don't care about both signs, you must take water from the river, spill it on dry ground, and it'll turn into blood. Lord, I'm not an eloquent speaker, neither before, nor after you've spoken to your servant. I'm slow in speech. Who made man's mouth? Who makes the mute, deaf, seeing, or blind? Is it not I, 
The Lord? Now go, I'll be with your mouth and teach you what to say. Oh Lord, please send someone else. Isn't Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he's fluent. Look, he's coming out to meet you. He'll be glad in his heart when he sees you. You'll speak to him, putting the words in his mouth. I'll be with your mouth, along with his. I'll teach you what to do. Aaron will also speak to the people for you. He'll be an interpreter for you. You'll be like God to him. You're going to take the staff that turned into a sake in our hand. You'll do the signs with it. So Moses left the mountain. He took the sheep back and said to Jethro, Please let me return to my relatives in Egypt. I want to know if they're still alive. Jethro responded, Go in peace and health. Then Moses packed up for the trip back to Egypt. He saddled his wife and children on a donkey. On the way, God's angel found him. Moses hadn't finished the law of circumcision. God told Abraham to circumcise his descendants. This was a covenant God made with Abraham. The baby was to be circumcised on the eighth day after birth. The Egyptians started practicing circumcising their children. The Egyptian did it for health and it was performed around twelve years of age. He circumcised Gershon, but he hadn't circumcised Eliezer. Eliezer wasn't twelve yet. The angel was going to kill Moses. Zipporah, Moses' wife, quickly took a sharp stone. She quickly circumcised Eliezer. Then God's angel let Moses live. Back in Egypt, God spoke to Aaron, enter the desert to meet Moses. Aaron went out and met Moses. They both arrived in Egypt and gathered the elders. After doing the signs and speaking to them, the elders believed. When they realized that their affliction had been seen by God, and that He was going to free them, they worshipped. Moses and Aaron entered Pharaoh's palace. They said to Pharaoh, The Lord God of the Hebrews says this, Let my people go. Permit them to make a feast for me in the desert. Pharaoh answered, Who's the Lord? Why should I listen to His voice, letting Israel leave? I don't know who this so-called Lord is. Also, I won't let Israel go. The Lord God of the Hebrews met us. Please permit us to go on a three-day trip into the desert for sacrifice. If we don't, He'll destroy us with plague and sword. Moses and Aaron. Why are you two taking the people out from work? Get back to work. The people are a bunch, now look. You want them to have a break? That same day, Pharaoh gave orders that the Israelites shouldn't be given any more straw for brick making. Now, the Israelites have to find the straw for themselves. But they still have to make the same amount of daily bricks. Pharaoh's orders were quickly executed. The Israelites went all over, looking for straw. Many of them took rubbish instead of straw. The Hebrew officers, who were set by the taskmasters, were beaten up and asked, Why didn't you complete the daily brick amount? You hadn't completed the daily amount neither yesterday, nor today. The Hebrew officers went to Pharaoh and asked, Why are you treating us like this? We're not given straw, but we still have to make the same amount of daily bricks. You're lazy. Really lazy. That's why you said, Permit us to go sacrifice to the Lord. Get back to work now. No straw will be given, but make the same amount of bricks as before. The officers complained to Aaron and Moses. Moses asked God, Why had you brought trouble to these people? Ever since I've spoken to Pharaoh in your name, he'd done bad things to your people. You hadn't even freed them. 